Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I just want to thank you for joining me on today. You know, there are times when you can go over this word and you can study this word and you can have your message clearly ready to go. I mean, all points are go. And then when an opportunity comes, you don't have a message. Well, guess what? That is what today entails for me. I don't have a message. I've been working all week on another project uh, concerning the traveling pulpit and have been looking at different avenues as far as how to make the traveling pulpit grow. And I need your help. I need you to share this message on today because this is a message that is without a script. My voice is unscripted. Remember that I am a chosen vessel of the Lord, which means he has instilled in me the message that needs to be produced on today because he chose me. I did not choose him. He makes that very clear in his word that we are his chosen, that we did not choose him. And our sinfulness in our everyday lives, in this sinful flesh that we live in, we do not once or would ever once choose the Lord. But I want to talk to you today about tribulation. That is a word that a lot of people don't want to hear. They don't want to know. They don't even want to understand, but we are in a time of tribulation. And I want to tell you that it is the time to strengthen one another. If you've been on this earth as long as I have, or even longer, I've been on this earth for 48 years. I know what it's like to be in storms. I know what it's like to be in storms where you seek uh, the covering of an umbrella. And I also know what it's like to be in storms where you seek the covering of under a roof or shelter. But this, my friends, this, my family members, this is a storm in which we need Christ. We need his covering. We need his shelter. We need his protection. This is the days and times that the Bible has been speaking of. Now, tribulation is not to scare you. Tribulation is to prepare you. So it is a time of preparation. It is a time that we should all get ready because there is going to come a day when we are going to be separated from the world. It is going to be the us versus them. It is going to be man versus God. It is going to be that, that, that great day upon which the Lord returns and take those who have accepted his son, Jesus Christ as their Lord and savior back with him to that heavenly place that he said that he would go and make and return to come and get those whom have, have asked have received and have confessed that they might be saved. James follows it up this way. He tells us in in his book, James chapter one, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. 
I'm talking about tribulation. I'm talking about what people are not talking about. You see, the traveling pulpit was uh, uh, designed to teach the word of God, every bit of it. Not one piece of it shall be left out. There are times when I'm going to have prepared messages that are great, that are wonderful, that make you want to hear the word of God. And then there are those times where there are going to be messages like this that have to come from the spirit because it's not something that I want to say, but it's something the Holy Spirit wants you to know. And if he has prepared me to deliver this message, then he is preparing you as you listen to this message. Jesus's disciples over in Matthew 24 wanted to know the signs of the end of the age. And I came to this, this morning, just this morning, I came to this message. Well, the, uh, the white house, if you will, um, uh, Trump and his administration, I saw on CNN has just backed out of the UN's leadership of the global, uh, um, Co- uh, collective uh, bargaining with with the leadership where where uh, what i mean to say is if something goes on in in the world such as this we're going through this uh, corona or or covid or whatever they want to call it when when something like this happens a world tragedy the united states leads the world in what to do next well according to cnn uh, the 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 alert i got this morning on my phone trump has now backed out of the leadership of the United Nations so that he can focus his full attention on blaming China for the coronavirus or the COVID-19 in which that it originated from, which means down in verse seven of chapter 24 of the book of Matthew, Jesus says these words for nation will rise against nation and kingdom will rise against kingdom and there will be famine and earthquakes in various places. All these are but the beginning of birth pains. I say all that to say this, because Trump is now backing out of the leadership of the UN someone has to take his place, but because of the finger pointing and the the aggressiveness that is to follow because he's going to go after China. China is going to go after the U.S., which means the allies on both sides, because the U.S. is not leading the allies anymore. The, 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 the United States is now becoming one of the enemies of the allies. People are going to choose sides now. Then you're going to have an argument and an argument is going to lead to war. And the Bible says in Matthew 24 that we will that we will hear hear about wars and we will hear rumors of wars which means that that now the world is about to turn on itself i'm talking about tribulation i'm talking about the things to come and i'm not swaying away away from those things that are to come what i want you to know is so is so that you can be prepared so that you can make a choice you can make a solid choice right now to to have the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ come in your life and that you might have have the ability to be saved. I'm talking to those who 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 may be on the fence about everything that's going on. Yes, we have we still have killings in this world. Yes, we still have hate going on in this world. We still have 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 things that are only going to get worse in this world. Why? Because this world 
is not ours. I'm not saying these things to scare you. I'm saying these things to prepare you because the one thing that that we tend to do is we tend to get relaxed in situations that make us comfortable. And this world has made us comfortable for far too long. It is time that we make a decision. It is time that we get ourselves together and make the most important decision where we will spend eternity. Because if the sky were to open today and we see the Lord in his glory, because the, the excuse me, because the Bible says that we will see him just as he is. What will happen to you? Will you be one that go with him or will you be one that is left behind? So much so that that the book, the book of Luke the 20, 22nd chapter and 32nd verse says, but I have prayed for that you, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. You see, I'm talking to those whom Satan is seeming to go after because he's going after the whole world. The whole world is pretty much his kingdom for now. And he's going after every weak minded person. He's going after people who are looking around and not looking up. Jesus told Simon, he said, behold, Satan demanded to have you that you might be, you might be sifted as wheat. He says again, 22 and 30, 32 of Luke. He says, but I've prayed for you that your faith may not fail. The same way he is praying for, for Simon and telling Simon to his face, he is right there at the right hand of his father praying for you. Praying that you will not be sifted as wheat, but he's praying for your strength. How do I know this? Because the Bible tells me so. With these words being spoken, Jesus telling Simon this, he's also telling us. Why? Because it's written. It is written for us to know. He says that if he goes, he's going to prepare a place and that he will return to us to take us where he is. How do I know this? Because it's written. It is written for us to know. This book is not just a book that you can read and put back on your shelf and say you've read it. No, this book is life. This book has everything you need to 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 make a true and honest decision on where you will spend eternity. Romans 12, 12 says rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be consistent in prayer. Do you not know that false prophets are all around us? They've always been around us. But now. They are starting to come out even more and even more. Yeah. Do you know during this whole COVID thing that not one preacher has has bought a time slot of 15 minutes to come in before the the TV goes out to so they can do the the uh, the updates on 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 the daily daily news programs or even 15 minutes after the daily news programs. You you know, not one pastor and there are some mega pastors with some mega money in this world and not one of them dirty bastards has said that they would take 15 minutes to tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. You see, 
This is how I feel. I'm coming from my heart. You take it how you want to take it, but I'm telling you, not one of them has taken 15 minutes to tell the public God has not forgotten about you. But you know what? The traveling pulpit is here to tell you just that God has not forgotten about you. He cares about you. Acts 14 and 22 says, strengthening the soul of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith and saying that through many tribulations, we must enter the kingdom of God. We are going to endure some tribulation. How much of the sum? I don't know. Maybe more than some, maybe less than some. But what I do know is that Jesus reminds us of this. He says in John 16, 33, I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Now, that may be a cold statement to some if you read it as that, but it is actually an encouraging statement to all, not just some. Jesus is saying what you saw me endure. What is written in this book about me and how I overcame all this on behalf of you. He is saying, be of good cheer, because if he can do it, we can do it. He also says, my sheep know my voice. And they will come to me. They will not follow the voice of a stranger because they do not know that voice. But there are so many voices out there that the people don't know that because they are confused, that's the voice they're following. But here at the traveling pulpit, my voice is unscripted. I'm giving you the word from God, not from Vernon. Vernon has nothing to do with this. God has everything to do with this. I'm just a chosen vessel that has been elected in my election. I elected Christ because he elected me first. There is no other way around that. I would not have chosen him if I had the choice because my sin would prevent it, would have prevented me from doing so. But because he chose me, though my sin is great, his grace is greater. And I choose him no matter what, at any cost and at all costs. Romans 8.35 says, Who? shall separate us from the love of Christ shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword who shall separate us from the love of Christ. If we are in him and he is in us, he has promised to take care of us. He has promised to watch over us and he has promised to keep us. We have his promise. Now, that does not mean just because we're his, we're not going to face persecution. Remember, it rains on the just as it does the unjust. So we are still a part of this world and we're going to be treated as if we're so because we are. But I just stopped by just for a few minutes to encourage you to tell you how much the Lord is in love with you and how important you are to him. He knows your situation. He knows exactly what you're going through. But in times like these, 
Isn't it better to know that you have made a decision of peace in times of tribulation instead of watching the TV or watching the news or watching what's going on around you? Knowing that those things will end up taking your life. You being so afraid, so afraid to walk outside and take a deep breath because you think this stuff is floating around in the air. Well, let me tell you something. There's so many things out there that's worse than this. What Satan has done is he has gotten into the weak minded of men and now has channeled that weak mindedness to other individuals, other men who have who have turned away from the truth of God's word and will not seek the truth of God's word, but will rather turn on a TV because they can sit back with a cold drink and a remote control in their hand and have the TV do all the work for them. No, that's not what the traveling pulpit is here for. The traveling pulpit is here to deliver the word of God as it is to be delivered. Uncut. Unfiltered. Unscripted. John 3.16 says, forgive me, I just get a little emotional when, when I start, start talking about this because we, we, we are all going through this together. None of, us, none of us are alone in this. He says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. We are up against tribulation, but tribulation can lead to two places, salvation or damnation. That's my time for today. I'm so grateful to have had an opportunity to just come and express an unscripted message with you. Just something that comes from my heart. And I pray that that you will will take this message and share this message and that you will receive this message and that you will call on the name of the Lord. I am just a messenger, a chosen vessel of the Lord who has delivered his word unto you. And now it is up to you to decide what you will do with it. You know, it's like a denarii. You will either share it or you will bury it. That's what you'll do because that's what those men did. I just want you to share it. That's all I want you to do. And that's all it takes. The word will take care of itself. There's nothing you have to say. There's nothing you have to do. All you just have to say is I'm just sharing this message with you. Well, where'd you get it from? I got it off the internet. I got it off Facebook. I got it off Instagram. I got it off Twitter. Wherever the word of God is preached, that is where hope and change can be found. I love you. I look forward to doing this with you on next Saturday. Again, my name is Vernon Sheridan. I am the man with the unscripted voice, and this is the Traveling Pulpit. I love you, and God bless.